For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. A new elementary school opening in Wake County could mean changes for your child. We'll lay out the new reassignment plan that impacts students in 21 schools. A man is arrested in connection to his wife's death after deputies say he tossed her body over a bridge here at Jordan Lake. I'll tell you her brother's reaction to that arrest. This coastal low pressure system could be taking on a tropical look. How much rain we can expect and if it will mean a washed out weekend breaking right now at seven state lawmakers may have reached a deal on the state budget. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ashley Rowe and I'm Dan Haggerty. The budget at this point more than 80 days overdue. We have team coverage for you tonight. We want to begin with Mark Boyo in the live center monitoring these latest developments there, Mark. Well, Dan, we expect that press conference in the next 15 minutes or so. This is where it's going to happen. We're in place to get those developments and details for you. This is the key headline right now. All new here at seven o'clock. So you have North Carolina House Republicans and Senate Republicans appear to have reached a deal on your screen. These are some of the key Key takeaways we've been talking about now for a while the gambling expansion the Medicaid expansion all that tied up and that's been so slow to move through the process here to get everything in line to get the budget passed we'll continue to follow this for you with the big news of what is in that budget that appears to be agreed upon here in about uh, 14 minutes from now Ashley all right Mark thank you our NC capital team is following every step of this developing story so I want to bring in Travis Fain now at the state legislative building Travis uh, Laura Leslie early here tonight called today a bit of political whiplash. You got to really keep your head on a swivel with all of the developments that have been going on today. Uh, walk us through the last few hours. Okay, well, so first it sounded like we had a deal or close enough to one where the House was starting to talk about having votes on all this stuff tomorrow. And then the Senate leadership, Bill Berger in the Senate, said, hey, not so fast. I don't think that that's quite right. Uh, we got the Speaker of the House walking by right now preparing for this press conference. Uh, and so we were kind of back, not at square one, but wondering, hey, is this going to go forward this week? And then a little bit before, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes ago, we heard there was going to be a press conference at 7.15. Folks, there's really only one reason to have a press conference today at 7.15 with all this stuff going on. And the answer is we're probably going to hear about the budget. We've been talking a whole lot about a Medicaid expansion and the casino. There was talk that potentially those two pieces would be tied together as part of this budget. What are you understanding at this point? That we don't know. That's the piece of it that's been really key, and we just don't know right now. At one point, uh, Medicaid, you know, we passed Medicaid expansion back in the spring. After 13 years, Republicans got on board with it and said, let's do this thing. But they also tied it to the budget. Why? Because they wanted leverage over Democrats. They wanted to kind of make Democrats take some policy changes that they were going to stick in the budget. But then we got past July 1st. No budget had been passed. So then this casino idea started coming up. We're hearing it more and more and more. So what will it look like? 
like? I don't know. Will it be a clean budget? Will it be a budget with Medicaid in it? Will it be a budget that's clean and then a separate bill, which was what we talked about a lot earlier today and yesterday, that has casinos, some other gambling expansions, and Medicaid all together. The idea is they're packaging these things so that people that are against this but for that kind of have to take it all or leave it all on the table. So it's all about leverage. We just don't know exactly what the package is going to look like. At this well, point. I, I guess we will find out a little bit more, uh, hopefully, at about 7.15. Travis Fain, don't go far. We're going to be leaning on you throughout the rest of this broadcast. Thank you. Students across 21 Wake County schools could find themselves seated with different classmates next school year. This is because two dozen schools in Wake County are at full capacity and a new school is opening. So kids will be shuffled to accommodate. WRL's Aaron Thomas was there when the Wake County School Board had their very first draft. He joins us now uh, to break all of this down. A lot of parents very curious where their kid is going to be next year. Aaron. Yeah, Dan, so a lot of this is up in the air at this point, but that new elementary school you just referred to, that's Wood Creek Elementary School, it would accommodate about 900 students on a year-round schedule. When we think about the impacts, it's a small percentage of students, but you're talking about some of them going to new schools, some of them operating on a year-round calendar instead of a traditional calendar, and vice versa. So these changes are significant. All of this is a response to a rapidly growing uh, area. This county is growing, and as a result, this school district is growing as well. Discussions about student reassignment is an effort by the district to bring students closer to home in certain areas. They're trying to provide relief where schools are overcrowded and they want to reduce ride times for students who ride the bus. This district does plan to roll out a stability transfer process for students and families who may want to stay put at a current school. If they qualify for the stability rules, we're able to accommodate those requests. Um, other families would have to go through the transfer process. And so during that process, they would be able to give a detailed reason for why they want that transfer, and then staff will review those requests based on policy 4150. And right now we are live outside of the Wake School headquarters. This is where school board meetings are actively meeting right now. On our late news, we'll break down some of the areas that the school district is focusing on and that percentage of people who are potentially impacted. Dan? Got it. Okay, Aaron Thomas, keep us updated. Thank you. Tonight, this man is facing charges in connection to his wife's death. Deputies say he tossed her body off a bridge at Jordan Lake. WRAL's Destiny Patterson is in Chatham County, where deputies initially found her. Chatham County deputies say Omar Drabic killed his wife and then dumped her body here. This all comes about three weeks after Hadil Hikmat was found dead here in the water. Chatham County deputies arrested and charged Drabic today with first degree murder and concealment of an unnatural death. Hikmat's body was found by a boater and deputies asked for the public's help to identify her. Fingerprint analysis proved her identity. Deputies previously suspected foul play in her death, searching the couple's home in Apex and another in Raleigh earlier this month. We talked to Hikmat's brother, Faraz Hikmat, who lives in Turkey. He told us she had just moved here from Iraq last year, and he says justice is waiting for Drabik. It pains me to see the nearest one in family the most dangerous. Rest in peace, my sis. God, Allah, and community know you are a victim. We love you, Hadil. 
In a statement, Chatham County Sheriff Mike Robertson says, quote, these kinds of incidents are a reminder of the tragedy of domestic violence. It's a scourge that affects far too many lives and causes immeasurable pain and suffering. The sheriff also says this incident has put his office in contact with several other families dealing with the disappearance of loved ones. Drabic is being held without bond at the Chatham County Detention Center. His next court date is set for September 25th. Destiny Patterson, WRL News, Chatham County. Spring Lake police are searching for the person who shot into a car last night on South 6th Street. Angela Gwen was the driver of that car and she died at the hospital today. Three teenagers also in the car were hurt. Police say Gwen was related to one of those teenagers. All of them are expected to recover. One neighbor said she heard seven to nine gunshots. Police say the incident does not appear to be random. Tracking the tropics and the system that could bring rain and storms to our area just in time for the weekend. Meteorologist Kat Campbell is in the WRAL Severe Weather Center. What can we expect, Kat? This isn't your typical tropical system that could develop out to our east and track toward the U.S. We would actually see it develop closer to the southeast coast along a stalled front in this region. The National Hurricane Center gives it about a 30% chance of developing into something tropical. I want to focus on the impacts because whether or not it's tropical, it's still going to bring rain and win for the weekend. It is trending a stronger and more organized low pressure system, though, and that's something we'll be watching, especially in terms of wind. Looks like it's going to be windy Friday and Saturday. The rain timing is uncertain, but you've got a good chance that you're going to be dealing with some rain for the weekend. The heaviest rain is going to be to our east, closer to the coast. Here locally, our western communities could see anywhere from half an inch to an inch, and our eastern counties could see maybe up to two inches. I'll have a closer look at the timing of this coming up. Okay, Kat, thank you. The unemployment rate in North Carolina held steady in August. Some new numbers out today show the state's unemployment rate in August was 3.3%. That's the same as last month and down more than a half a percent from August of 2022. The national unemployment rate rose three-tenths of a percent to 3.8%. The job picture here in the triangle is stabilizing. That's according to this week's WRL TechWire jobs report. Our canvas of jobs boards shows an increase in job openings for the fourth straight week. The jobs seem to be with established companies as well, and fewer startups appear to be hiring. You can check out the state of job openings in the Triangle area and see who's hiring every Tuesday on WRL TechWire. The organizers of Raleigh's Christmas Parade are asking the city to reconsider allowing vehicles and floats back on the streets. The Merchants Association's executive director, Jennifer Martin, made the appeal to city council today. Last Thursday, city staff denied the parade's permit, citing safety and legal concerns after an out-of-control truck pulling a float killed an 11-year-old dancer during last year's parade. A day later, they promised to allow the parade, but without vehicles or floats. What we've put in place for requirements and regulations will be much more comprehensive. Um, the safety, the level that we're presenting, we're prepared to handle that and to have safety consultants on site to do those inspections. And I think having permitted other events that don't meet those requirements regulations. It just sets a very unfair precedent in the city. The new requirements include safety inspections the day of the parade and a minimum age of 21 for drivers. The driver of the truck involved in last year's deadly crash during the Christmas parade was only 20 years old. You'll be able to watch this year's parade live on WRAL. It'll be Saturday, November 18th. Oh, and it looks like we have Speaker Moore now here uh, talking about the latest on the budget. Let's listen in. Uh, really wise appropriations that, has, that is a big part of why North Carolina is doing so well and a big part of why in terms of the policies that have been implemented by this General Assembly that North Carolina continues to be 
crew number one state that got to the business. Uh, this is a process that we go through. We've had very frank, candid conversations, work through and try to get consensus and buy-in from, you know, from, from, from all ends of the spectrum here. And I think we're going to see a very good budget that, that I can tell you that, that, we are very, that we are very proud of. All right, you are watching Speaker Moore there provide an update on the budget. We are going to uh, bring that to you online at WRAL.com, and we'll have more for you at 10 and 11 o'clock. Let's get back to the parade. I want to tell you that you will be able to watch the parade this year live on WRAL. It'll be Saturday, November 18th, starting at 9 a.m. This will be the 50th year of broadcasting the live parade on WRAL. Lots of holiday things to do. We should tell you tickets for the Triangle's newest walkthrough holiday light event go on sale tomorrow. The DBAP will be transformed into Wooly Bulls Winter Wonderland, bringing joy and holiday fun to families and friends across our viewing area. It all happens November 22nd through New Year's Eve. You can enjoy shopping, you can get a picture with Santa, take a ride on the holiday train. Lots of fun stuff. Look at this video. Good time. Tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. You can visit WRL.com and enter Wonderland in the search bar to learn more. After the break, WRL investigates Keenan Willard, presses county leaders after learning some signed non-disclosure agreements about the proposed Rocky Mount Casino months before it became public knowledge. Getting you back to a live look right now inside the state legislature. Senator Berger speaking now. We are expecting uh, to learn more details about a deal that appears to have been reached uh, from what we have been able to glean from this press conference so far. Uh, that Senator Berger saying that the Senate will be voting on this later this week, expecting the House to do the same. Mark Boyle in the WRAL Live Center is following this word for word. He's going to bring us an update once this press conference wraps up. The 11-year-old boy accused of killing Genesis Dockery will stay in juvenile custody. A judge made that ruling today. There were two custody hearings about the matter in this morning's uh, cases in Cumberland County. The attorney for the child that's being held argued the 11-year-old isn't a threat to anyone. He wants the child to be released to his parents and given counseling. But Genesis Dockery's father disagrees, says he is happy with this decision. We reached out to the parents of the 11-year-old for comment, but we have not heard back. The UNC graduate student accused of murdering his professor may not be mentally fit to proceed with trial. That's the finding from one doctor. Tyler Shi appeared before a judge this morning in Hillsboro. He's accused of shooting and killing Professor Zhe Yan on campus on August 28th. The state will commission a second mental evaluation. A new tonight, WREL has learned Rocky Mount and Nash County leaders were briefed on plans for a proposed casino in Rocky Mount and signed non-disclosure agreements months before the proposal became public knowledge. WRL's Keenan Willard is pressing leaders for answers about why they were sworn to secrecy. As early as last fall, leaders at both the city and county level were told about a possible casino coming to this Rocky Mount site and then signed NDAs about the project. The Carolinas Gateway Partnership leads economic development for Rocky Mount. The director says over the last six to nine months, all seven members of the Rocky Mount City Council were briefed on the casino project and are under NDAs. In a public meeting last month, Nash County Commissioner's Chair Robbie Davis also said he was briefed on the casino in January and signed an NDA. The proposed Rocky Mount Casino didn't become public knowledge until late July. 
WRL reached out to every member of the city council, asking why they were sworn to secrecy on the casino plan and a response to any public concern. Four Rocky Mount council members confirmed to WRL they signed the NDAs. Richard Joyner said the purpose was to avoid jeopardizing any future economic development project. Tom Harris declined to comment. Andre Knight says it's economic development just like anything else. And Lige Dautrich also said he feels secrecy is typical concerning economic development projects. But he also said the council has never signed NDAs as a group for any past projects. Now, the project isn't finalized yet. The casino Medicaid expansion bill still has to pass the state legislature. And then Rocky Mount would have to be one of three sites statewide chosen to receive a new casino. Keenan Willard, WRL News, Rocky Mount. Possibly getting some updates on that tonight. Meantime, Kat Campbell showing us absolutely perfect weather throughout the Triangle tonight. The sunset is gorgeous outside this evening in Durham. You can see a little glimmer of it left, 77. Dix Park has been packed today with a lot of people coming out to enjoy the weather. 76 in Fayetteville. And check this out, the NC State Farmers Market getting their pumpkins in a sign, especially as we have a whole week of low humidity, the fall is on the way. It's still pretty warm in the evenings and afternoons, but in the mornings it's cool. And we've got another cool crisp morning tomorrow, 52 in Roxborough for the low, 54 in Durham, 56 Raleigh, 56 in Fayetteville. So if you want to open up the windows tonight, let in some of the cool air for a couple hours before you head to bed, it'll be a good night to do that. During the afternoon, so you'll definitely want to close up the windows. It heats up. High temperatures are back in the mid-80s tomorrow. By 8 a.m., temperatures are already up to 60 with the sunshine. By lunchtime, 78 degrees. And as the kids are heading home, it's going to be quite warm, especially out in the sunshine. If the kids have any after-school practices, it's shorts and t-shirts weather with temperatures in the mid-80s. At least the humidity is low. But we begin to see some big changes once we get to the weekend. A lot to point out here in terms of our weekend forecast. I know our eyes are immediately drawn to the rain icons each day. I want to update you. Rain chances 30% Friday, 50% Saturday, 40% Sunday. High temperatures are in the 70s. If it's not raining, it's still going to be cloudy, cool, and windy. So all around, it doesn't look like a great, sunny, beautiful weekend. But it's not necessarily going to be a nonstop rain event for the weekend. We're watching for a coastal low to develop. It hasn't developed yet, but you can already start to see some of the moisture coming together. And this is the start of the birth of that low pressure system that's going to slide our direction as we get into the weekend. We've got to follow the track of this very closely because that's going to greatly impact the rain timeline. This very well could change in terms of the timing. The takeaway here is that you've got a good chance that you'll see some rain this weekend, but I encourage you to check in for updates on the exact time. Here's the center of the low pressure on Friday. However, we begin to see some moisture spreading inland on Friday, and that could bring a few showers late Saturday. It's some scattered showers during the day. It doesn't look like it would be very heavy on Saturday. Sunday's the day we have the potential for heavy rain, but that depends on the track this low pressure takes. So if it follows this European guidance and it tracks a bit closer to the coast, the heaviest rain would be confined to that area. We'll be watching the exact location of the low pressure very closely in the coming days. In the meantime, we've got quiet weather today, tomorrow, and Thursday, though there is a bit more cloud cover in the area. Thursday, we really see the overcast fill in over the weekend. 
with some of the cool temperatures in the 70s. And as we get into Sunday, we see our low temperatures dipping back into the mid 60s. Early next week, the dry weather returns. You know, it may not be the best weekend to be outside doing things all weekend long, but those of you who are fall lovers, maybe a good cool weekend since fall starts Saturday to maybe bake something, read a book, doing something like that. <laughs> I like the, th the sounds of it. Thanks, Kat. Uh, coming up after the break, we're getting some breaking developments right now coming out of the state house. So we know that there has been a budget agreement. It does not include casinos. Mark Boyle in the Live Center after the break. It appears we have a deal. House Republicans and Senate coming together to announce what's in the state budget after months of going back and forth on your screen. These are some of the details just in. This new budget raises for state employees expanded Medicaid if this becomes law, which it likely will. This part was holding up the whole thing. Additional casinos, casino expansion, the casinos tossed out altogether. The votes on this budget that's been waited on now for a long time, expected Thursday and Friday this week. So the casinos conversation stopped at this point. No casinos to move all of this forward. A lot of those living here and working in the state have been waiting on this for quite some time. Back to you. You said it, Mark. Thank you. It'll be interesting to hear how all that played out. Today, Governor Cooper stopped by Cedar Ridge Elementary School in Surrey County, and he didn't go empty-handed. The governor dropped off school supplies collected through the governor's school supply drive. He also recognized the state's 2023 Principal of the Year, Donna Bledsoe. Congrats. This girl has swagger. A four-year-old's <laughs> desire to model in a Fayetteville church fashion show landed her a spot on an even bigger stage. Aubrey Hill is a preschooler at Lake Rim Elementary in Fayetteville. She was one of the youngest models to walk the runway in the recent New York Fashion Week. Now, she is shy in person, if you can believe it, but on the stage, she's been described as a bottle of fire ready to explode. Her father is a musician. He's been blown away by her natural talent pizzazz I would like to use. She's very crafty. Her rhythms are really wonderful. We, like she has amazing rhythms. She with music, she she moves to music on the right beat. Ooh, yes, she is fantastic on that catwalk. Aubrey looking forward to her next big modeling engagement. You know there will be another one. Oh yeah, we'll keep an eye out for her. She's going to do great. <laughs> the sunglasses. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so speaking of people doing great, the 82nd Airborne All-American Chorus uh, from Camp Liberty, they take the stage on America's Got Talent. They, uh, they are one of 11 acts that will perform tonight. The top two will make it to the finals. America's Got Talent airs at 8 tonight right here on WRAL. We know they have the skills. They were talking about it earlier this week with mm -hmm. us. Uh, it was exciting to hear from them. The results revealed tomorrow night also at Eight. We tried to get some sort of intel What's, on what right. they're going to sing. Oh, couldn't get it. Gotta but they tonight. did promise that they were going to bring the energy. That's right. Thank you for making WRL your choice for local news. We appreciate it. Our next newscast, 10 o'clock on Fox 50, 11 o'clock on WRL. A full breakdown on everything we learned tonight about this new budget deal. Big news at the State House. watching WRAL News over the air channel 34 and Spectrum channel 1257. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? 
The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to jimallen.com and start your next move today. That's jimallen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.